The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, Episode 12. Welcome to The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. I'm your host, Dr. Yishai Barkadari, psychologist and adaptability coach to entrepreneurs and business leaders. I believe that working on your business is more important than working in your business. If you want to achieve your business goals and dreams without the cost and pain of having to make every mistake yourself, then The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is the podcast for you. I'm here to help you learn from the lessons of entrepreneurs and business leaders to help you work on yourself and your business so that you can save time, energy, and grow faster. For those of you new to the show, The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai presents three new episodes each week on Insight Sunday we dive into the minds of business leaders through insightful guest interviews. On Story Tuesday, we dig deeper with them and learn firsthand from their stories, hard-earned lessons, and experience. On Thrive Thursday, it's just you and me on the couch, where you'll hear scientific research, my thoughts, and tangible tactics to adapt and grow yourself and your business. Grab a proverbial seat and listen up so you can learn from the minds and mistakes business leaders and apply their wisdom to your life and business. Welcome to Thrive Thursday with Dr. Yishai. This week, I shared my conversation with Mary Teresa Tringale, events and sponsorship specialist for the Winter Kids Nonprofit, accountability coach for women, and founder of the Aligned and Empowered Project. On Insight Sunday, Mary shared her incredible story with lessons of transformation from being exhausted and directionless to disciplined, thriving, and aligned. On Story Tuesday, Mary talked about creating a vision of yourself as a leader and stepping into it with the right supports to overcome adversity and discouragement. If you haven't yet, go back and listen to episodes 10 and 11. Today, I'm diving deeper into understanding if you and your organization are an octopus organization or a tree structure. Today, I'm going to nerd out on you. Today, you'll start to think about and pick apart what it means to be at the helm of your company, why the demands of leadership require different responses, and how to identify when to shift your response style, plus what tools to pull out for the job at hand. But before we dive in, I wanted to share that the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is brought to you by Adaptability Coaching. If you lead a six- or seven-figure business and experience a drag or dip in your growth, if you notice diminishing engagement or passion in your business, if you want to eliminate exhaustion and burnout in yourself or your teams, If you sense that you or your company would grow faster and stronger if you could just pivot efficiently and effectively when circumstances change, like they have so much in 2020, then you've got an adaptability problem. Adaptability coaching will give you and your business the psychology and neuroscience-backed tools to understand and leverage core adaptability skills through the unique 3D adaptation framework. You can learn to harness and leverage core adaptability skills to grow yourself and your company. You can learn to become fast, flexible, and formidable. You can learn to turn tough circumstances, reactions, and exhaustion into energy, excitement, and excellence for you and your company. To learn more, go to dryishai.com slash coaching. Now, without further ado, let's dive into, are you a rigid tree or flexible octopus type of leader? 
It's commonly known that a diamond is one of the hardest substances on earth. But did you know that if you can swing a hammer, you can shatter a diamond? Yeah, it's true. Here's where I nerd out on you. I'll break it down so that it's simple and share my thoughts on how rigidity and flexibility affect your leadership and business. Because when we talk about creating something, whether it's a wedding band, a building, or a business, we need to understand the materials that are necessary to do it right. Otherwise, your diamond ends up in pieces, or your business does. When it comes to materials, there are a bunch of different ways to measure and think about them. One is hardness, which diamonds are renowned for. Hardness means resistant to friction, or in other words, hard to scratch. It means when something rubs against it, the material really holds itself together. And that's why it's so hard to scratch a diamond. The other side of hardness is softness. Sounds simple, right? Did you know that pure gold is actually very soft? It scratches and loses its shape easily by rubbing or other types of friction. In fact, gold is often hardened by mixing it with other metals in the casting process. That way, it can resist scratching better. For now, just remember that hard means difficult to scratch and soft means easily scratched. Next, let's talk about strength. Materials that hold their shape under direct pressure or force are called strong. That means it takes a lot of weight or pressure to rip, break, or bend them. A practical example of that is steel. A mixture of iron and carbon that gives extra strength to steel means that it holds its shape better under pressure. In other words, strong means holding itself together under direct force, whether that's pressure or being pulled apart. To get more nitty-gritty, there's a special name for materials that bend instead of rip or break, and they're called ductile. Think of duct tape, which instead of snapping or ripping, it's able to hold itself together and bend rather than break or snap apart. That's why you can patch up all kinds of broken stuff with duct tape. In fact, Mythbusters did several episodes on duct tape to test its amazing capabilities because it's strong and ductile. For example, they tore a car apart and stuck it back together with duct tape. And then they drove it over 60 miles an hour just to see if it would stay together. They made a bridge across a canyon and then tried to walk across it. Being so flexible and bendable is why you can get a wallet or handbag made exclusively out of duct tape. Obviously, that's not going to happen with steel. The name for a material that's both strong and ductile is tough. Tough means that it can handle lots of pressure, and even when it starts becoming too much, it's going to bend rather than tear or break. And that's what makes duct tape so amazing, especially when you make it several layers thick. Duct tape is tough stuff. It isn't especially hard, though, which is why you can scratch it and cut it with a key or scissors. All right, enough nerding out on you. So what does that mean in terms of being rigid like a tree or flexible like an octopus within your company and in your leadership? Well, for leadership, hardness versus softness is a balance of holding steady on values versus learning, adapting, and growing from experience and mistakes. So on the one hand, if every conflict, every no or rejection left a deep impression on you, then as a leader, you would be scarred and react to every moment of friction or every possible rejection or every no. And that's too soft. Because of that softness, you treat situations as though they have to be avoided because in your experience, they can cause damage. On the other hand, a leader who lacks any malleability, the ability to bend and flex, will take the same action over and over again 
even when they don't help you or your company reach your goals. They won't be affected no matter what the feedback or the results or hearing from their team. And that's too hard. Leaders who are too hard may seek external sources to blame, including their own team members. So rather than looking internally or thinking about what they're doing, what they end up doing is placing their responsibility everywhere or anywhere else. So hard versus soft in terms of leadership has to do with taking feedback, lessons, knowing how much it takes for you personally to take notice, shift your approach and respond differently to make changes in how you or your company or your business approach things. And what that means is sometimes it's really important to be solid and rigid, harder. Other times it's really important to be flexible, softer. All right, so let's talk about strength and silly putty because silly putty is weird and special. Just to review quickly, strength is all about not getting bent out of shape under pressure or breaking. But there's more than one kind of pressure. Sometimes pressure is sudden and severe, like a hammer striking. Sometimes pressure is slow and slight, like squeezing silly putty. You see, silly putty reacts to slow and slight pressure by bending and flexing. But if you take a 100-pound ball of it and dropped it off the roof of a 20-story building, like some intrepid experimenters at North Carolina State University, it will shatter to pieces. Okay, so what's important about strength as a leader? Well, according to Jim Collins, having steadfast values and not bending or breaking them is really important in creating companies that grow and last. In fact, according to Jim Collins' research, it's not clear if it even matters which values you have as long as you hold strong to them and you keep to them especially under sudden high-pressure situations like economic downturns, shifts in the market, and even internal forces in the company. This is leadership strength. But on the other hand, if there are absolutely no shifts to any kind of pressure or change, you get what happened to Kodak. You see, Kodak was a terrific photography company. They sold cameras and film. This was back before there were digital cameras. But selling cameras was such a smaller portion of their business model and their revenue because much of their growth and sales came from recurring revenue by selling film. And for those of you who aren't as familiar, film was a kind of pre-digital era, one-time use, memory card-like plastic material that needed to be taken apart to extract the photos and then would get destroyed if it was exposed to most kinds of light. The thing is, because of the recurring revenue of film, Kodak was resistant to changing their business model. In fact, Kodak actually created and developed a technology for digital photography. And then they patented it, stopped developing it, and held the entire photography industry hostage to buying film from them in the meanwhile, just to keep themselves together until they could no longer prevent technology and the shifts in the market from applying business-breaking pressure to their company. They held strong to their business model to their bitter and brittle end. They should have been more like silly putty. When consistent, gentle pressure indicated that change was coming, it really would have been useful to adapt their business model. So strength, then, is about responding under direct force, holding steady and true to your business model and its values, regardless of the adversity and pressure facing you. Of course, there's a whole lot more nuance to that because 
when you're so flexible that you take any shape based on the pressures of technology, the market, or another person gently nudging, it's not necessarily going to be a winning combination either. So then what's the solution? Well, obviously, we really need to get more nuanced here because sometimes it's important to be hard, to resist scratches and not let friction inside or outside your company chip away at the core of what you do. Other times, it's important to be a bit softer, to roll with the punches and adapt when it's clear that the market, your current or potential customer base, are moving the opposite direction from your business. When there's direct pressure on your company, it's worth also taking a look at that pressure. So here are some questions you can ask yourself to consider whether being hard versus soft, showing your strength, or being ductile and bending when it suits you better. Is the pressure short-lived, or does it indicate more long-term pressure incoming? Is it friction, going against the grain, or directly applying pressure and force to you? What response will hold the core values and elements of your company's success together? What aspects of your approach as a leader or strategy in your marketing and sales would do better to flex and bend? Are there parts of your company that, if they broke, would cause everything else to come to a screeching halt? How can you reinforce or increase the flexibility of those parts of your business? You now have the tools to think about and start answering those questions. Today, We covered what it means to be rigid versus flexible as a leader and how that can impact your business. We talked about needing the right materials to build your business based on what your needs, the company's needs, and the client base needs. We broke that down into several elements, hardness, strength, and toughness. We talked about situations that each one is helpful in and when it can get in the way of success. So grab a paper rewind and write down those questions and take the time to think and write your responses. Sometimes you need to be a diamond, sometimes steel, and sometimes silly putty. Whatever it is, remember that you can even successfully duct tape your company together if you need to, as long as you've got the right materials and know what to do with them. On that note, I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us today on The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps grow the show and gives more people like you the ability to learn and grow. You can also click the share button to share today's episode directly with someone you know who would enjoy it. The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai podcast artwork is made by Sam Barkadari, show notes by Yishai Barkadari, and music by www.purple-planet.com. The advice and opinions of the host and guests are our own. I'm a psychologist, but not your psychologist. The conversations and content of this podcast do not contain or create any psychology practice, diagnosis, or therapist-patient relationship with either the guest or the listener. So do your own research before using anything from this podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember, our thoughts and reactions affect our actions. By listening, we can learn from the challenges others face and the choices they make so that we can make better decisions and get better results. 